Welcome to Untold Physio Stories Podcast, your perfect commute resource with physio failures, successes, interesting cases, and more from the physio and rehab world with your host, Drs. Andrew Rothschild and Urson Religioso. Topical analgesics help patients alleviate pain and reduce discomfort. I recommend and use Helix Professional Pain Relief Creams with my patients. Helix has three new creams they've added to their line of topical analgesics. Joining their pain relieving cream is Triactive Therapy Cream, CBD Therapy, and CBD Clinical Creams. My patients have been raving about these creams, and that's why I'm offering you an opportunity to try these in your practice. Email my exclusive promo code MMT2 to helix at helix4, the number four, pain.com to receive samples of these new professional pain relief creams and find a medical to supply distributor near you. You'll get a starter kit with several samples, patient information brochures, and it's a great way to help patients and grow your practice. Hey guys, it's Dr. Ree with Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and be sure to check out my online all-new private network, The Eclectic Approach. You can join that at modmt.com members. Help us level up the next generation of clinicians and help the next 10,000 patients. Anyway, I wanted to share a quick TMJ case that was interesting for a couple of reasons. Uh, this gentleman came to me and... Ironically, his aunt had seen me probably about 10 years ago in the clinic after she had a very traumatic TMJ uh, injury herself. A dentist was trying to extract a rear lower molar from her left side and actually broke two sets of pliers. And the third set, he actually put his foot up on a chair to get leverage if you can believe that, to try and extract this tooth. She had a lot of pain, a lot of tone, which uh, melted away with ISTM. And I got her better, uh, you know, in about four to six weeks, a standard TMJ case, other than all the tone from her injury and fear. So she told her nephew to come see me. Uh, he also had a tooth extraction, no pain, uh, and that went normal. But two weeks after his tooth extraction, he opened wide, felt a severe pain, heard a click, and after that he was unable to open or close his mouth without severe pain, and he also had some ear pain. So upon presentation, uh, the one thing that was different was that he didn't have an open lock like I thought he described over the phone. He actually had um, a type of closed lock, or I should say a posterior disc subluxation as opposed to his anterior. He, could, he couldn't fully occlude his teeth, uh, no matter how hard he tried. And that's what kind of led me to believe that the disc actually subluxed posterior instead of anterior. The majority of time it goes anterior lateral for a subluxation. So when someone opens, it actually reduces. And then when they close, the disc subluxes again. In, in this case, since the disc was actually located posterior to the condyle, he couldn't fully close because the disc was sitting uh, in the condyle posterior to, or sitting in the fossa posterior to where the condyle should be. If he closed, he could, he could force his teeth closed, but he kind of felt something squishy and it was very painful. Uh, I did a lot of ISTM to reduce the tone in his masseter and he had a, off, he often complained about a severely tender point in his 
distal masseter. I reduce that also with some positional inhibition or what some osteopaths call functional release. That's just a slacking technique that reduced it about 50%. His motion was improved with ISTM and then light isometrics um, with depression, mandible depression, and lots of lateral excursion. Uh, then I gloved up and did some distractions and tried to put that condyle back over the disc and holding it on the disc, I had him open and close just in the first rolling phase just to kind of get that condyle functioning on the disc again. So he left uh, with about 50% more motion and I told him to continue with his soft food diet that he already kind of put himself on. And after two weeks, we would follow up. So after two weeks, uh, he said he was a lot better. He was able to eat again. Um, prior to this, he was very, very depressed. He was unable to eat meals with his family and was only eating smoothies and um, completely no-chew diet. He'd already started doing some soft chew and up to one normal meal. So on the second visit, uh, we did lots of the same thing. But his main complaint now was just a lot of masseter tenderness. You know, he, he showed me so many times uh, this trigger point in his masseter. So again, I was able to work on that, did some more joint mobilizations, further restored pain-free range, um, got him doing lots of tongue clucking, restoring his tongue resting position, uh, working all that kind of TMJ stuff and some cervical stuff as well. Lots of retractions, restored his upper cervical motion with uh, some skull crushers. So then as he's leaving, you know, I, I'm, I, I told him, you should try avoiding touching that because even though I was done with it and he said it wasn't, he said it wasn't tender, he, he still kept on pushing on it. And that's, luckily I asked him right as he was leaving, I said, you know, even though you told me you, you wouldn't touch that as much as possible, you're still touching it. You're like you touched it five times right as you were kind of getting on between getting on your Coke and your keys and everything. I said, how many times do you think you touch that a day? And he said, hundreds, probably hundreds of times. I was like, well, I don't know what you need to do to kind of break that habit. But essentially, you are, you know, feeding in this negative feedback loop of, you know, sensitizing that trigger point and making the nervous system not feel safe about it. I'm like, just try leaving it alone. It's kind of like picking a scab and wondering why your wound isn't healing, right? So that, that was a great analogy that's, that kind of get, you know, got him thinking. Um, I, again, I don't really know what he did other than being mindful about it. But he texted me uh, about a week later and said he was about 80 to 90% better and really happy and back to eating uh, normal meals with his family. So remember, um, and this, this was, I thought was a poignant thing, again, that I can't really stress enough. It's not only about the treatment, but many times the patient is doing something to essentially fill up their cup. And in this case, he was actually feeling his most tender points and, and checking and rechecking it to see if it was tender um, hundreds of times a day. So if you guys want to become a TMJ expert, you can either host my live TMJ course or check out my TMJ course online and get 10.5 CEUs. It's modmt.com slash TMM. Hopefully Andrew can join me for my next course. Uh, for, I mean, for my next podcast. And if you guys like this, please remember to rate Untold Physio Stories five stars wherever you listen to podcasts, Google, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And if you want to get on the podcast with an interesting case or 
uh, story or big physio failure, make sure you reach out to Andrew or myself online. And as always, you guys have a great day.